The CDC warns that leprosy cases are rising in central Florida and, in a new report, suggests the disease is becoming endemic to the area. Central Florida is responsible for 81% of reported leprosy cases in the state and one-fifth of cases nationwide, the report found. While leprosy has been historically uncommon in the U.S., cases have been rising since 2000. This is Pulse Check. I'm Megan Messerly. The National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases at the National Institutes of Health awarded $3.2 million in first-year funding for five projects that will investigate the causes of chronic Lyme disease. Scientists hypothesize that chronic Lyme could be an autoimmune response, but effective treatments for it can't be developed without understanding the biological mechanism that causes it. A new report from the World Health Organization has found the world is making progress in cutting tobacco use. Among the report's findings, 74 countries now have smoke-free policies in indoor spaces, up from just 10 in 2007, and 151 countries comprising 5.6 billion people have implemented at least part of the WHO's guidance on tobacco control, up from just 44 in 2007. And with Congress in recess, it's a good time to take stock of the major health policies so far this year. Megan Wilson and David Lim are here to walk us through some of the legislation being considered. Thanks for having us. So Congress has been pretty ambitious and prolific with health policy so far this year. What's been going on? In the wake of the Inflation Reduction Act last year, which has Medicare negotiating prices for some drugs, both Democrats and Republicans are trying to move policy they think will lower both drug costs and health costs for Americans. There are a number of must-pass pieces of legislation that are under consideration this year, including a bill that would reauthorize a pandemic preparedness law and their efforts to pass legislation that contained bipartisan policies to address issues such as transparency in the pharmacy benefit manager market. Interesting. So let's take this piece by piece. So the IRA was the Democrats' signature legislation, and it aimed to tackle drug pricing and climate issues. But did you say the efforts this year have been bipartisan? Totally. You know, as David just mentioned, the one thing that both parties have rallied around is trying to rein in pharmacy benefit managers, which are companies that negotiate discounts on drugs and then decide which medicines your health plan is going to cover. Virtually every committee in Congress with jurisdiction over health issues has taken shots at PBMs and their role in the industry and their business practices. And now Republican-led House and the Democratic-led Senate are trying to put together and pass larger health packages that incorporate all of these policies. But from your and David's reporting, we know that there have been some divisions on some of these must-pass issues. What have been the sticking points? That's right. It hasn't been all sunshine. There's been disagreements, um, particularly on the House side. With the pandemic preparedness legislation, there was a disagreement between Republicans and Democrats and the Energy and Commerce Committee. The Republicans ended up advancing a very narrow bill in comparison to the Senate on party lines because Democrats wanted to see drug shortage legislation also be included in that package. Related to drug shortages, Republicans just put out a discussion draft that Megan reported on that contains some ideas for how they would tackle the issue. However, they want to keep FDA policies out of the pandemic preparedness reauthorization and address it separately. 
Yeah. And then other must pass legislation, including authorizing funding for community health centers and, and a number of other health reauthorization. There's been bipartisan action in the House where there's been agreements, but the Senate committee in charge of passing this is run by Bernie Sanders. He wants a more ambitious package with higher funding authorization levels that are leaving Republicans a little bit queasy. And so parties are trying to work that out. The bill that he introduced recently also kind of moves into the Senate Finance Committee's jurisdiction a little bit, which has caused some sticking points. However, Sanders released a statement saying that he is working with Republicans, including Senator Roger Marshall, to create bipartisan agreement. So it looks like there could be movement there, but that's just another area where they've disagreed thus far. Well, it sounds like lawmakers are going to be in a time crunch right when they get back from August recess. That's right. They have until September 30th to reauthorize a number of these programs before they run out of their funding. And there is as few as 12 legislative days before September 30th when they come back from August recess. So it's going to be pretty hectic. The other elephant in the room to keep an eye on is the appropriations bills. Congress also has to reach an agreement to fund the government. And there's been a lot of contention over the House approach to the appropriation package this year. There's a lot of distance between what the Senate is moving forward and what the House is trying to advance. So that's one thing to keep a close eye on as well. And it complicates kind of the legislative agenda for both the House and the Senate in the weeks when they come back in August. Well, thanks so much to the two of you for staying on top of all of this and for walking us through this today. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Thanks for having us. And Politico has a new podcast about to hit your feeds. Politico Tech launches today and is your daily download on the disruption that technology is bringing to politics and policy. Today, Stephen Overly interviews the White House's microchip man, Ronnie Chatterjee, and upcoming guests include Senator Todd Young and Hollywood filmmaker Justine Bateman. You can find Politico Tech wherever you get your podcasts. And that's our show. Our music is by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. Afra Abdullah is our producer. Annie Reese is our senior producer. Our healthcare team editors are Eli Reyes, Dan Goldberg, Barbara Van Tyne, Beth Belton, and Sean Zeller. I'm Megan Messerly. Subscribe and follow Pulse Check for a new episode every day. And subscribe to our newsletters where you can read this reporting. Pulse, Future Pulse, and Prescription Pulse. Thanks for listening.